The Beacon, celebrating when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Hey, well, greetings and welcome to The Beacon, sponsored by Phoenix Christian. My name is Steve Woods. I'm your host. Uh, at The Beacon, we celebrate when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. And today we have for you a really great show featuring a ministry called Deep Within Rehab. Uh, we're just thrilled to have uh, Cindy, who's the director of the organization, with us, and also Jeff Blake from Phoenix Christian. Jeff, would you please uh, welcome our audience and introduce us to Cindy? Well, you bet. And good morning, everyone. We're blessed you're listening to The Beacon. And each week, we just have a unique opportunity to shine a light on what God's doing in our community. And it's our blessing and honor to share in that. And um, Cindy, who is with us from Deep Within Rehab, and I share a mutual friendship and Bellevue Heights Church out in Sun City, a remarkable church uh, with some pretty um, amazing pastoral staff. And a, a while back, um, my father-in-law, who serves on the, the pastoral staff at Bellevue Heights, introduced uh, my family to Deep Within Ministry. And we had an initial opportunity when Phoenix Christian was, was moving some classrooms around on our campus to embrace the ministry and partner with Deep Within and fell in love with the ministry and over the years have learned more and more about what they do and we are blessed and honored to have cindy here with us representing the ministry and we're going to get the opportunity within this program to talk more about uh, her husband lee too and his role in the ministry so cindy i want to extend a personal welcome to you and celebrate bellevue heights with you good morning yes we love bellevue heights <laughs> we do we appreciate pretty remarkable it. church absolutely well, Cindy, um, give us a little intro to you personally, uh, your family. Um, it's it's amazing. I, off the air, we were talking about your kids and grandkids. Just share with the audience a little bit about the uh, the way God's blessed your family. Okay. Well, um, the reality is, I was um, born in New York, and um, I grew up in a family of alcoholics. Mm. I watched a lot of destruction in my childhood. Um, I we moved out, my mother moved um, our, my, myself and my, our siblings out here when I was younger um, and to get away from all of that destruction. And um, I ended up marrying my high school sweetheart who then joined the military and um, he became an alcoholic. My goodness. So then um, after 20 years in the military and marriage, we divorced. And my older children, who were then really traumatically um, affected by uh, the change of lifestyle from the military, living in Europe, to coming back to Arizona, um, it, they actually started experimenting in drugs. And I just, I remember just thinking, you know, what was I even put on this earth for? Mm. There is addiction after addiction. And uh, my daughter introduced me to Lee. And Lee had a terrible drug addiction, but he was exactly what I knew um, our family needed and he needed us and it was, and he's such a good man. But I said, I really can't continue to deal with people with addiction and destruction. And I said, what would it be that would make your life um, better that you could stop you know, with the drugs? And he loved God. He loved my kids. He loved me. It, everything was win-win except for the crack cocaine. Mm. That was a lose-lose. And he said, 
I'll tell you, if we run a program and uh, I help men get their lives back on track, that would do it. And I said, so we would have maybe 30, 40 men that we would be responsible for and um, guiding. Well, that sounds absolutely crazy. So let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) And what has happened um, with doing Deep Within for me personally, it's my Jeremiah 2911. It is the reason I was put here. I understand it. I know it from the family side. I know it from the you know the the wife side the mother's side and so i can really have empathy for the people it's not just about the addict it's about the whole family it's about the whole community so that's why we do this it keeps lee sober and it keeps my codependent enabling ways very busy but it it is Mm -hmm. that's just it's it's first of all impossible nor would i pretend to imagine uh, you know, that which that circumstances within which you grew up, just starting there in New York and the family that experience that you had, the, the rescue plan that your mom had for you to bring you out to, to Arizona, uh, and then to, to, you know, come out here and, and find yourself, you know, uh, married to a high school sweetheart who then is an alcoholic and, and then, together with Lee, who has, uh, you know, a, a drug habit that is, a, you know, an addiction. And then if I heard you right, this person who's already addicted to crack cocaine and everything else is great, except for that, yes. says, you know, here's here's ha- my way out. I think my way out is to help other people who have the same addiction right. I have. And, you know, I have to tell you, Cindy, that this program is built on this idea of how God uses sometimes the unexpected to do the unexplainable. And I'm not sure there's been a story that's more unexpected than somebody who has an addiction saying, you know, I think my way out is to help other people who have an addiction. That's just, that's a God only thing, isn't it, Cindy? Yes, it absolutely is. And Lee was actually born in the cotton fields of Mississippi. Okay. He was um, born on a plantation. Wow. And, um, he, you know, he wanted to experience life a little bit and he joined the military. So Lee was actually in the military also. And um, that's when he became addicted to drugs. You know, growing up in Mississippi, that was not even anything that was yeah, happening right. at all. And he had never experienced it. And he, um, he, that's his whole downfall. Every once in a while, he'll even say, you know, if I never joined the military and I said, but this is where we're supposed to be right now. And it was the path we had to take to get right here. So I feel like we do pretty good because I, I have it from this viewpoint and he definitely knows how to talk to these men Sure, because he's done it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, and, uh, and I suspect that he is uh, uniquely qualified when they come at him with their rationale, their excuses, their stories. He's probably used a lot of those same things and recognizes them for what they are, right? Yeah, it's, Absolutely. It, yeah. he's like, you know what? I don't, don't try that with me. I know exactly right. where you're coming from. I know exactly what's right. going on. Let's not pretend with each other, right? Exactly, exactly. And, th- and there's something to that because I think it's, you know, uh, you know, it's in, in Corinthians where, you know, the apostle Paul talks about these this discomfort is things that we go through in part 
um, are used by the Lord to equip us to help others in similar circumstances. And this is a model of that, is it not? Yes, yes, I believe so. Yeah, no, that's great. Can you tell us then, when was it that you had that that important conversation with Lee and said, that sounds crazy enough for us to do it? And uh, when was Deep Within Rehab born? We, when we first started, we helped um, his, uh, he has a father figure in his life and um, we helped him do it in a small setting. And then, you know, I, I needed to feel a little bit more comfortable. So we did it with him. I was learning things. And then it was, it's close to 20 years now that Lee and I have been married and um, doing this. We've been, we are on this property in Peoria for over 15 years. Well, we that's live in- on the with the men. Okay, great. That's incredible. And, and how many uh, guests are you able to have at one time? When we first started, we had 60 beds. Oh and- my goodness. Yes, and it, but we were younger, and I can okay. <laughs> And then what happens is you learn as you're doing this, you have to get to know each one of these men individually. Right. So we now have 34 beds, but at this time we um, have 22 residents. We have a few open beds. So, but you get to know, and you you get to hear their stories. Their stories are, they want their stories heard. They want to sure. be validated in in their pain and then in their possibility of moving forward. You know, I think doing the program, one of the things that we've learned as much as anything is that um, the, the power of listening, you know, that the, there's really no way to value somebody um, more genuinely than to really listen. And that's, that's what I hear you saying is important in the, the ministry that you have with these men as you hear their story and you and Lee especially and both of you can empathize with them and their families because you've walked some similar roads maybe not exactly the same every story is unique to itself but there are some common threads right right absolutely and and so then you have developed a rapport um, upon which there's a foundation of trust built and they know you care about them they they know that uh, they can trust you and that you're really committed to uh, to their welfare and to excellence in their life. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. And so do you have a sense, and it's okay if you don't over that many years, but do you have a sense of how many uh, men have come through your organization over that time? You know, at the beginning, I wanted everyone <laughs> to stay here for the period, oh. you know, the whole time. And yeah. I didn't actually want to move away. You know, if I could have the same original people here sure. with me so I could keep on them. Yeah. And that's not Lee. Lee knows they're grown men. They need to spread their wings and give it a try. And and so I make sure they have a safe place to come back to if they need to. Sure. Um, we've we've had uh, a, a few residents that have had to return. Return. But um, it's planting the seed and then uh, let, letting them see our walk with God so that they know that's the answer. So many, many, I'm sure. And what is that like when somebody who's, uh, who stayed with you and does go out to spread their wings comes back just to, uh, to let you know how it's going? How does that feel? Some days when you're having a bad day and then uh, all of a sudden somebody shows up that we haven't seen in six years and they, you know, they come in their car and they come with their child and their Mm. wife and they tell you, this is how it's that. And we're like, let's do it some more. Let's keep going. No option. Isn't yeah. that something? That's really great. Well, 
you know, I just want to say thank you, Cindy, not only for the work that you and Lee are doing, but for, for being with us on the program, for giving us an opportunity to shine a brighter light on what God's doing in and through and around you. And, and for our listeners, when we come back in this next segment, uh, this, is, this show is one that we're doing during the COVID-19 crisis, the global pandemic. And uh, this is something that has, has touched Cindy and Lee very personally. Uh, come back in this next segment, rejoin us as we talk a little more about Deep Within Rehab and we learn a little bit more about the struggle he's facing even today as we record. Uh, thanks for tuning into The Beacon. We're so glad you're listening. The Beacon is made possible by Phoenix Christian and listeners like you. Hey, well, welcome back to The Beacon. My name is Steve Woods. I'm your host. We are sponsored by Phoenix Christian. We have in studio, well, not in studio, in virtual studio with us today because we're recording via Zoom. Uh, we have Cindy Humes, who together with her husband, Lee, uh, runs deep within rehab, and I suspect it's really a, a family operation. You mentioned off the air you have a daughter who keeps you on inside the rails and on the right track. And uh, uh, in fact, you guys have a number of kids. How many kids do you have? We have seven children, and less with our eleventh grandson. And but they live in Tucson, and we haven't gotten to meet yet, and we're looking forward to that day. Well, that's really great. What a what a wonderful family. That's exciting to hear about. Well, um, you know, we've talked a little bit off the air. We want to share with our listeners. We've we've referenced Lee. Lee's not on the program today, and um, and the truth of the matter is, uh, Lee is is fighting for his life right now, isn't he, Cindy? Yes, he is. On um, the end of March, he wasn't feeling great, and then on April first, he woke up and he said he could not breathe. And we took him down to the VA hospital and immediately, immediately he was put into ICU and intubated and um, he really hasn't, um, <coughs> sorry, um, he has had two cardiac arrests. He's now on dialysis. Um, he has the insulin drip. He has so many underlying health issues um, that it's making this more complicated. And he has not, um, he hasn't been able to speak to us. Um, he's not even really conscious. He's mm. totally sedated and medicated. Well, again, there's just, there's, there's just no words uh, to communicate to you um, how sorry we are for what you're enduring and what Lee's going through and what your kids and grandkids um, are feeling um, right now. We're just so sorry for that. And, um, you know, it's, uh, again, to, to, pre to pretend to be able to, to understand would just not be fair or, or honest. You know, we, uh, we, see the, we see the stories and, you know, we know that this is a, a very real reality uh, in the lives of some folks. And we're sorry that your family is one who's been 
so directly touched by uh, the coronavirus and the complications that uh, that Lee might be experiencing while he's there at the VA hospital. And he's so he's been um, admitted now for over a month. Yes. Yes. We're at um, day 37. Day 37. And and the prognosis is, uh, you know, is. It's difficult, right? It is. It is. And, it, you know, it changes so quickly. They'll get hit one thing leveled out, and, you know, stabilize him with the diabetes, and then there'll be the blood pressure. He has um, still having a fever, so he has another infection, and that's what they're looking at now, is where where is this other infection? Mm-hmm. And are you just communicating with uh, the nurse's station to get updates daily? How is that going? The doctor, um, a doctor will call me daily and okay. then the nurses um, are very helpful. And um, nurse Daniel, uh, who our family loves, he um, has FaceTimed with us. So we've been able to see Lee. And even though Lee doesn't look, you know, very good, yeah. it, just, it gives our heart encouragement. He doesn't respond. <coughs> I'm sorry. Lee does not want our daughter to go teach in Haiti. He thinks it's dangerous. Mm. So she said, dad, I signed the contract. I'm going to go teach in Haiti. And his heart rate <laughs> just went up and the beepers started going off. Oh man. I, I know he's still in there. And yeah. that's important to me. Yeah. Yeah. He's still in there fighting. Well, you know, um, Jeff, I want to, uh, to just take a moment here on the program and invite you to uh, go before the throne of an almighty God. We want to invite our listeners to join us as we do this in prayer. We want to invite our listeners to join uh, what I'm sure is a a fairly small army that's already praying for Lee. And uh, let's go before the throne of a holy God who's still powerful enough to touch a body and heal it and ask for for that for Lee's sake. Jeff, would you do that? It'd be my honor. So Father, you've You've heard our hearts here, Father, and you've been listening into this conversation. You've been gathering around the family. And so, Father, we stand with the family. Father, we stand with the community of faith. And, Father, we extend our hands and thoughts and prayers overly and ask for healing in the mighty name of your son. Father, we thank you for Cindy and her testimony of faith and dependence upon you. And so, Father, we lift him to you. Father, we thank you for the the God-sent angel of of a nurse able to connect through, through technology and connect the family. We thank you for that. And Father, as we live out our worship, we lift Lee to you and ask for your continued healing and blessing upon his body. Endure the family, Father, and endure the ministry. We love you. Amen. Thank you, Jeff, for doing that. And thank you, Cindy, for, for sharing, um, you know, your circumstances. And, um, you know, again, we're, we're, we're with you. Um, I know that, uh, you know, our, our listening audience is a funny thing. It's radio, so it's it's podcasts. We don't always know how many people tune in or for how long or what they hear, but we know that everybody that God has purposed to hear uh, your story and today's program is listening in, and, and uh, it's our hope that uh, collectively we can charge uh, we can charge the gates of heaven with prayer on, on Lee's behalf and that we'll have an opportunity in a future show to come back and revisit and celebrate how maybe God used this uh, unexpected and difficult circumstance uh, that he's facing in a way that would bring God glory and be for the good of those 
that are around us. That would be our, our hope and our sincere prayer. We serve a God who not only spoke everything into being, um, yes. is still every bit as powerful. And, uh, and I suspect that in your ministry over many years now, over 20 years, there have been some moments uh, where you saw the hand of God provide in ways that uh, couldn't be maybe explained otherwise. Is that the case? That's absolutely the case. And then with this situation, you know, you talk to the doctors and it sounds so um, impossible. Mm-hmm. And you listen uh, and you watch television and you watch the news. Oh, it sounds yeah. so impossible. And I, um, I think that we, we as a family and um, deep within are at a place where this is so completely in God's hands, but there's no other reality than Leah's in God's hands. Deep right. within is in God's hands. And it brings such a peace. I, I don't need to figure out anything. I don't ask the doctors, you know, can you do this instead of that? Because I'm, I'm not a doctor, but God, but God. But God. You know, I, I hear myself pray sometimes, Cindy, that God would do things that only God can do. Yes. So that only God can get the credit. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm uh, and probably always will be a recovering prideful guy. And it really helps a lot. You know, when I feel like I'm at the, the end of myself, the end of my imagination of what God can do. And then, and then, but God, just as right. you said, well, this is a program that uh, really focuses on the, but God moments in our life. We're thankful to our listeners for tuning in today. We're thankful to Cindy Humes and to Lee uh, for being the directors of Deep Within Rehab and for that ministry. Please come back for our next segment when we hear a little bit more about a personal story uh, from their ministry. The Beacon is presented by Phoenix Christian, a school celebrating excellence in education since 1949. Learn more at phoenixchristian.org. Well, welcome back again to this episode of The Beacon, where we are um, very, very thankful to have Cindy Humes uh, with us from Deep Within Rehab, which is located in Peoria, Arizona, and uh, doing an incredible ministry in the lives of uh, many men over many years, uh, their common uh, thread is that they're they're uh, battling addiction, and uh, by God's design, uh, He's put uh, put Cindy and Lee and their team um, on uh, on this property, and are a place where these men can come and uh, and be encouraged and uh, and be loved and uh, and and receive the help and the guidance from people who maybe can relate at a level that others, others can't. And Cindy, I want to reiterate for the benefit of our listeners, what we just covered off the air, which is this, Um, you know, we've been fortunate to have many inspiring and incredible guests, but I want to thank you uh, today again um, for your bravery, um, for your, the, the courage that we hear in your, in your story. And, uh, Lord, and, and for um, the authenticity uh, with which you're living your, your life, we are really honored. I feel as if we're, uh, it's, it's kind of holy ground because quite candidly, the, the battles that you're facing, the things that you're enduring in, in this season of life 
would probably be enough to put a guy like me in the fetal position underneath my desk. And yet, you know, here you, here you stand, um, certainly, I'm sure, at times weary, but sustained by the strength of the Holy Spirit and the God of the universe who's living his life through you. And that's a really powerful uh, thing to witness and experience. So thank you for, for uh, in the midst of all of the storm, taking some time to be with us this morning. Thank you very much. Yeah, Jeff, um, you know, we've been fortunate, like I said, to have many guests with many inspiring stories, but uh, this, is, uh, this, is, this is holy ground. It is, and I was reflecting last night, Cindy and I had a chance to talk on the phone, and she was a testimony to me of living in a place of complete wild abandon. Um, so our Lord reminded me of, of the prophets, honestly, in the Old Testament, who would live in such abandon that there was no other answer but God, um, to put themselves at risk, to, um, in a complete and total dependence on the Lord. And so, Cindy, you're, you're teaching me. Uh, last night and in sharing. And again, we, we rally around you and your husband in prayer as an organization. We've been praying for you. And I know Bellevue's certainly been keeping you in prayers. And now this team is committed to you in prayer and for Lee. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know that it's the prayers. I know that God is listening and it's all in his time. It, it's really, um, you know, sometimes you'll forget that it is God and you think it's your responsibility and it gets, um, to get to the place where it can't be me is a, is a wonderful place to be. It is. It's actually easier. Yeah. The, there's something to what you just said. That's really profound that, you know, kind of uh, at the end of ourselves, at the end of our, our own acknowledgement of whatever ability or gifts or passion that we think the Lord may have given us. Right is really the beginning of the kind of dependence outside our comfort zone that I think, uh, you know, he really thrives in that space. Absolutely. And, you know, there's just, you know, again, one of those things that I hear myself pray often is Lord, please do things that only you can do so that only you can get the credit and that there's no confusion in myself or anybody else when the story is told about where that credit belongs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, and, and as we mentioned, I'm sure there have been many times um, in many lives where that's been the case at Deep Within. Um, and we would love to, to have you share maybe in this seg next segment, one of those stories that comes to mind of, of somebody who's come through the organization who was at the end of their rope and it was at the end of their rope that, uh, that God said, okay, if you're through, if you're done trying to do this your way, <laughs> I'll step in and make a difference. How does that sound? That sounds perfect. <laughs> well, uh, Jeff, I, I know that the relationship that the school Phoenix Christian enjoys uh, with this organization is a special one. Speak to that for a minute, please. Yeah, you bet. So what's, what's powerful to watch is, so for example, we needed um, just a ton of classroom furniture moved. And we reached out to Deep Within and they showed up. Honestly, Cindy, I think there was about an army of about 20 guys that came <laughs> and didn't flinch when we were overwhelmed by what we had to do in the movement. And they did it with excellence. And I stood back and watched the leadership of the men that were there. And there was some very straight talk, some very direct talk, <laughs> some very loving talk. Uh, but some honestly, the word I would use is discipleship of the men. And they were serving and the men. The men were grateful. And so we've been a direct beneficiary. And then in turn, we're able to make a, a donation to your organization and, and continue to propel it. We're yeah. grateful for that. 
Well, again, listeners, welcome back uh, to this last, this fourth and final segment. Come back and uh, we'll, we'll really wrap up the ways in which God is using this great ministry. Thanks for tuning in today. Phoenix Christian believes strongly in its rich history and bright future. Now equipping students from pre-K through 12th grade. Learn how you can help continue its legacy of Christ-centered education at phoenixchristian.org forward slash support. You're listening to The Beacon, presented by Phoenix Christian. Hey, well, welcome back to The Beacon uh, program again today. We're in our fourth and final segment for this program, but... uh, you know, what a, what a great opportunity to have as our guest, Cindy Humes from Deep Within Rehab, and to once again, as we do every week, get a chance to shine a little brighter light or maybe get on a higher mountaintop and yell with a louder voice about things that um, only God can do so that only he can get the credit. And we celebrate how God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. We heard in our first segment how, uh, how Cindy having grown up in a household with alcoholics was relocated to Arizona thinking that her mom thinking that would be a a safe place and a new day and a a fresh beginning only to fall in love with a a, a high school sweetheart who then became an alcoholic and then ultimately later in life to to be paired with Lee uh, who uh, she's well paired with and everything is great except for Lee's addiction to crack cocaine and out of that story out of that background um, comes deep within rehab, a ministry to those who are struggling with addiction and really the vehicle by which Lee and Cindy have been useful to the Lord over 20 years now in Peoria and the lives of many, many different men uh, whom they can relate to uh, personally and their families. And, and God's really taken that brokenness that started that's been difficult along the way and is using it for his glory and for the good of others. And, and Cindy, we would just like to, to invite you to share with us maybe just one of those stories, a vignette into the life of one of those men that's come through and, uh, and give us a little sample of what you experience uh, as you work and are available to the Lord for ministry there. Okay, well, um, Lee used to sometimes go to different soup kitchens and shelters and offer the opportunity for a man to come here to the program. And 15 years ago, in, the, uh, in June of this year, it'll be 15 years, Lee went up to Las Vegas and he met Brian. Brian was in line at the, um, you know, in the soup kitchen line. And Brian tells the story that um, the line was too long and the food didn't look that great. And when Lee offered him the opportunity, he just got right in the van with Lee. And um, he said he got about halfway back and he said, what am I doing? But um, <laughs> he came here. Um, he's... Brian was born in in Ireland into an orphanage. Um, And then, you know, uh, about 60 years ago, there probably wasn't a lot of um, background checks that were done for adoptions and um, that. So Brian was gathered up with a little group of Irish babies and brought over to New Jersey and um, to a Catholic church. And everyone got to pick a baby. And um, the family that picked him was a very devastate. He had a very, very devastating life with that family. 
Um, he started drinking when he was about six years old because that's what the father did. And that's what gave that father figure um, so much courage. So Brian had been drinking his entire life. Brian joined the military. Um, he started using drugs. And then he came back, he settled back into New Jersey, started doing construction, and he met a young woman. And um, they got married and they had a baby. And um, one day Brian forgot his lunch and she was bringing his lunch to him, his wife, and um, she got hit by a drunk driver. Hmm. And that was it. Brian was done. He left his child with her, her um, the grandparents, and he joined the carnival. Brian actually joined the carnival and traveled with the carnival and had a pretty chaotic life. And then Lee brought him home 15 years ago from, wow. from Las Vegas. Brian did not believe in God and anything about God would just set Brian just, oh, he didn't even want to hear about it. God, you know, did this and this and let these things happen to him. And um, after being here with us and, um, you know, experiencing this with us, and I would just look at him and say, you know, Brian, that was God. And it took a little while and it took Brian, a few years to get the sobriety. We would never um, make it through the holidays. You know, right after Thanksgiving, you would realize that Brian was drinking and then he'd disappear and we'd find him. He'd be urban camping in Phoenix and um, we'd find him. And now he has um, eight years of sobriety. Wow. So it's working. And in his sobriety, Brian lost one of his legs. He um, had to have a leg amputated because of circulation problems. And Brian stayed sober. And Brian is still here with us today. He is our unpaid um, assistant director. And he's my brother. He's Lee's brother. Um, mm -hmm. It's just amazing. And right now, um, last Monday, Brian started his chemotherapy and his radiation for his cancer. Mm. And so it's um, been an extra struggle. But Brian is um, my children's uncle, Brian. And he, he is our family. And if you would to imagine that this was anything else but God, that God could figure out how to get Brian from an orphanage in Ireland and Lee from a cotton field of Mississippi and Cindy from the projects of New York and get us right all in the same place at the same time with the same desires. And here it's God, it's God. Mm. Yeah. So, and Brian loves God and Brian, loves us and we aren't it's we're just family now it's just family now he's uncle brian he's uncle brian uncle brian well yeah and we have an opportunity to pray for uncle brian as he uh, fights cancer my goodness you know the the team there is uh is experiencing some things that you know really are only going to get better um because of god's involvement and because of answered prayer and yeah. and you know, and I, and I know this is your, this is your heart um, because we talked about it off the air, but the reality of it is that, you know, God's in control and you know that the outcome is with him and that it's up to him and he knows our heart. He knows our desire and he knows beyond what we do, what's best, right. what's best for, for everyone involved, what's best for those who are affected, what's best for the sake of his kingdom. And uh, for those of us who have been 
um, I've been pursued by him, been seized by the power of his great affection. Um, in our heart of hearts, although it's painful and we don't want discomfort, we really want what he wants because we trust him beyond what we can see, beyond how it feels. We trust him. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we know that his promises are true. We know that his, uh, his faithfulness is bulletproof. And, uh, and maybe, maybe you're like me. And sometimes you have to pray, Lord, you know, I need you to trump how I feel with what I know to be true. Oh, absolutely. That is exactly what I've been going through in this last week. By this time you, I would have imagined least starting to show some more positive changes and that has not happened. Um, and then Brian, you know, cause I'm used to him being here with me, but, uh, and he's gone during the day. Um, every day of the week, he has radiation every day. He has chemotherapy one of the days. And, um, but no, it's, you feel God. You, I walk out my door and walk over to the office and you just feel God's presence. Well, you know, here's, here's the thing. I don't think it's an accident that this is the week that God has appointed for you to have an opportunity to join us on the program. Um, I hope that this will be um, of all of our episodes, one that is both the most listened to and the one that's, that spurs the most action. And my prayer is that that action would be prayer. Um, nothing that anyone who hears this uh, has to offer is more valuable than that prayer before a holy and almighty God. And I hope that that happens. And in addition to that, I know that your ministry is sustained um, in large part by the way God provides through the, uh, um, the offerings and gifts of others. And I want to make sure that we don't miss the opportunity if somebody has been compelled by your story um, to give them an easy path to getting on board and helping, um, joining really God and what he's already doing uh, through the organization. Can you give us the, the easiest and best way for a listener to, to help? You know, Deep Within um, has always existed without any funding from the government because we want to have absolutely free reign to talk about God and give that option. And then we're dealing with grown men. Um, right. These are grown men with physical ability to go to work. Right. And if we go to work, um, we do a lot of fundraising with the Cardinal Stadium. They give sure. us opportunity to go in there and do fundraising. And um, they do. And most of the places that we go to work are willing, upon completion of this program, to employ our men. That's great. And that is a goal for them. And then it's a commitment. It's something to look forward to. And so it's always been about our hard work. Well, right now, the places we go to work that sustain our, our income are mm -hmm. all closed. Right. Cardinal Stadium is closed. So um, we have had the God used Bellevue Heights. And what I'm not worried about today is um, the month of May um, and the electricity and our rent. Bellevue Heights did uh, bless us in a way that I wouldn't have known how to pray for the blessing that came. Now, here come a couple more months before um, I am hearing good things about the stadium opening up and um, some other opportunities. And right now we're just volunteering a lot at different food banks because the men need to be busy during the day. Yeah, they, you bet. Yeah, so we have food. We're very blessed in food. 
but yes, our income is down to, um, yes, it's, it's Just, very low. Yes. Um, but we do have a website um, where people can make uh, donations um, and we are at tax, you know, tax deductible donations. And we do have Facebook. Deep Within has Facebook if anybody wants to see what we're doing during the course of the day. Um, but and we anything is a blessing and the prayers are the most important. But then we do live in a world where there are bills to be paid. We will be praying for Lee. We'll be praying for you. you. Um, we'll continue praying for Uncle Brian and for Thank God you. to provide for, for all of you and for the men that are there. That website for our listeners is deepwithinrehab.com. It'll be linked with our podcast, deepwithinrehab.com. Cindy, I don't have the vocabulary to thank you sincerely enough for uh, who you are and for what you're doing and for sharing both of those things with us on the program today. It has been super meaningful and we're really grateful. Jeff, would you please uh, extend our gratitude and give us an update uh, on Phoenix Christian as we close out the program today? Absolutely. And, and just as someone who's watched and worked, walked alongside of Brian and watching him with the men, I'm inspired by him. I, I'm an educator, but I learned by watching his direct speak yes. and his unique wisdom that he has as he works with the men. And it's, it was a blessing. Um, and so please be encouraged. And I, I watch life change for a living and I see it within your organization. I can't applaud it more. The other thing I want to affirm is a school. We stand with you that we believe in the concept of the wounded healer, that people who have been wounded by life, God uses them, redeems them, restores lives that have a unique language to meet with other people in a, in a similar path. And that's the business that God's in. And another element I'd, I'd love to affirm in deep within is a school. We stand with you when Jesus says the good tree bears good fruit. And what you do is you walk alongside men in life, you live with them and, and you are a living curriculum of Christ to them. And it, it changes deep within. That's the name of your organization. And then from deep within our being comes good fruit. It's, um, and that's a beautiful thing. We stand with you. In fact, tonight, um, we're going to have our honor ceremony at the school and we celebrate and affirm the honor that comes deep from within that we believe that life transformation starts from within and bubbles out and as driven by the Holy Spirit. And so we stand with you. We're a partner with you in ministry. We're glad to support you as a ministry and we're honored and blessed to have this platform to celebrate deep within. And I encourage the listener to go to your website and I know you guys have vision and we're praying for that vision too for deep within. Thank you. Thank you. Well Jeff, thank you. Cindy, thank you again. Uh, to Jeremy in the studio, thanks for keeping us track. Uh, for Miriam and all she's doing as part of our team, thank you. To the listeners, thank you for tuning into The Beacon today, where we celebrate it when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Uh, check out deepwithinrehab.com. Be supportive. Be prayerful on behalf of those needs. And uh, be welcome to our next program. We can find us both on SoundCloud, SoundCloud and Spotify and uh, at phoenixchristian.org forward slash beacon. Have a great day and uh, thank you for tuning in.